Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago, and I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. What's up, gentlemen? Thanks for being here. Guys, we continue to get one question submitted for these. And I want to remind you guys that with one question doesn't give us a lot of room to give you feedback. So with that being said, I'm going to do the one question and then we are ending today's live. I'm not going to open it up for questions from the group because I prefer individuals come prepared and individuals coming to submit questions to me doesn't feel like preparation. So I'm only going to answer the one question that was submitted, and then we'll go from there, which I believe he submitted questions before, and he's not on here live, unfortunately, um, but hopefully he catches the replay. At uh, what point should one just accept it's dead and cannot be revived? Um, I think that's a question that we get asked frequently. At what point should I turn the page? At what point should I start the new chapter? At what point should I choose that it's time to, and I'll also preface that by saying, um, Mark and I have never and will never uh, recommend or push a man to file or to not file. Our goal is to give you tools and resources so you can use discernment and make that decision yourself. So to answer this gentleman's question, and if anyone feels the same at what point should you just accept it's dead and cannot be revived? Let's twofold, because the first part of that is in order for a new marriage to be created, it takes both partners committed to their growth individually. We can't create a new marriage just from one of us leading in that direction. Now, I have gentlemen inside Thrive and inside our backend Thrive Plus that you know, some of these guys, it takes them up to a year of dedicated work of leaving no stone unturned until they finally recognize that I feel content and complete in moving in the direction of a new adventure because they have left no stone unturned. And essentially, that would be the answer that I would give you. If you're one of those guys that's wondering, you know, when is enough enough? When is it time to turn the page? When is it time to start the new chapter? That's decisive on you. But when you know with conviction that you have left no stone unturned during the journey, that's when I would say it's appropriate for you to start that next step, to step into that next phase and to start your new journey. That would be when I recommend that most. And truthfully, asking yourself the polarizing question Guys inside our Thrive program hear this at one point. Are you in love with the idea slash potential of who she can be? Or are you in love with who she is today and right now? Ask yourself, are you in love with the idea and potential of who she can be? Or are you in love with who she is today, right now? If you're in love with the potential and idea of who she can be, you're in love with something that does not exist currently or yet. To me, that's an imagination. Now, we have an exercise called the truth serum, 
where we have you write out five lies you're telling yourself. So I invite each of you, write out five lies. Maybe the lie is that my marriage can't be saved. And the truth serum is it takes work from both parties. So I hope that answers the question for this gentleman. I'm not going to say his name because I would rather maintain privacy for these gentlemen. But for any guys that are in that phase of, you know, when do I know it's time to turn the page? That would be my answer for that. And I am going to give you guys the five steps, starting with step one. Guys, we need to take assessment of where we went wrong. You, that's step one. Take assessment of where you went wrong. Now, all I'm saying is take assessment. I'm not saying ruminate on that. You know, it, it's not one of those things where we have awareness and then we just beat ourselves up for the things that we did not do, the things that we did not know. So that's number one. Take assessment of what led you here. Number two, and the next step of that is take ownership. Okay, after we take assessment, now awareness is the first step, right? Now, awareness is the first step in anything. Awareness is the first step in alcoholism, AA, NA, all the things. Awareness is the first step whenever you want to beat any bad habit or good habit. And this is a part of it. So number one, we take assessment. Number two, we take ownership. You know, I take ownership over the faults that I committed in my last marriage, in my last relationship, and I take ownership over my part that I played. Now, guys, with ownership, this doesn't mean we take the whole weight of everything and bear the burden on our shoulders. Now, I, I meet guys sometimes, they come into Thrive and, and they're just like Atlas standing on the edge of the universe, holding the weight of the world above their shoulders. As you know, the Greek God Atlas, that may be a metaphor to how you're feeling currently. And if so, only take ownership over the things that are yours. Now, number three, now this one, this is an interesting one. You need to choose to get better. That's number three. And many guys don't like that one. Because what happens when we're feeling down and out? Misery loves company. Misery loves company. And we've got, we've got Bill on here who's in Thrive. What's up, Bill? Um, Bill hasn't heard this on a call because he's only been on a couple calls so far. But one thing you'll hear is when you choose to get better, if you don't choose to get better, you just get bitter. And when we choose to get better, it means we take the conscious steps. You know, we move out of the misery loves company and we choose to get better day in and day out, you know, and start with the step one, take assessment, take assessment of the areas that I have an opportunity to get better, take ownership and then choose to get better. And number four, we take action truthfully, like take action. You know, there's this saying that's popular on the internet and it's like 1% better every day. The moment you recognize that you are not broken, you're under construction, you will win. You are in process and under construction of building that proverbial foundation to build your dream life on top of. But right now, everything we've done up until now has led us to this place. 
And if this place is not where you want to be, that's a firm indicator that it's time to take action in a new direction. Now, number five, guys, have a plan. Truthfully, have a plan. And this is what I mean by this. I'm going to go ahead and say it. It seems silly to me to talk to your friends that have been divorced about coming up with a plan on how you don't want to get divorced. To me, that seems silly because if someone has gone through the thing that you don't want to go through and they have no grid on getting out of that, I think you should have a plan from those that have not gone through that. That's just my thoughts. And I have nothing against guys getting support from other men and other individuals that have gone through divorce. However, if they haven't entered into a new marriage that is healthy, that has the things that they desire, I don't know why we're taking advice from someone that hasn't done the thing that we want. That's just my thoughts. And I'm not here to demonize anyone. Um, I see Tom Broad on here also. Um, and you can speak from experience. You know, he's gone through our front end. He went through the back end. You know, he's started his new adventure and he's still in process. He's still here. So guys, that's the five-step process. It's nothing over the top. It's nothing that isn't digestible, but it's a five-step process that allows you to have one thing. And that's called a grid. When we have a grid of really how we're going to go from where we're at now to where we want to be, it's just like business. You know, any, any of my business guys on here, you've heard me on the business call inside Thrive Plus where I mention OKRs. Now, OKRs in business are objectives and key results. I read this book recently that's called Start, with, Start at the End. And it's this framework and process on how we start at the end, you know, the end goal, and we reverse engineer from there. We come up with objectives and key results to measure our progress. Now, a lot of the beauty in what we do in Thrive is it's cohesive. It builds on it day after day. It builds you up. It takes you through three phases. Phase one, we teach you how to communicate and teach you what boundaries are. And we clarify, what are your boundaries in this marriage? What are your boundaries in the relationship? Because I've witnessed this. A lot of men aren't aware of where they start and the relationship begins. Does that make sense? We're not aware of truly where we begin and where the relationship starts. There's like this blurred gray area. Now, when that happens, it's because the grid has not been clarified. And I don't blame you guys. You know, I've been there. You know, I used to put my, my past partner before everything else, before my own well-being, because I thought that was me being a great father and being a great partner. But the age-old saying is you can't pour from an empty cup. It takes two counterparts committed and dedicated to create that relationship of your dreams. And I'm going to be honest, guys, you got to keep the pressure on. Even when stuff is going well, you still keep the pressure on. I mean, I have guys inside our, our back-end program that have been doing this for like 700-something days. And they're in a new phase in their life now. And that's great. But new levels always present new devils. So guys, ask yourselves today, am I in love with the idea and potential of who she can be? 
or am I in love with who she is today, right now? I've asked Tom that question before. It really polarizes a lot. Because if we're in love with the potential of who she can be, we don't know if she'll ever be that person. And the same goes her towards us. But this is what happens when we're going through this journey. I've learned that the journey of finding ourselves isn't actually about finding anything at all. It's about refinding the parts of ourselves we lost along the way of becoming everything we thought we wanted to be. Guys, this is about you. I can tell you how to save your family. It's by saving you, truthfully. I know that because I've lived that. I've watched thousands of men walk that path. I've watched men in the deepest, darkest places of their lives. I've supported men in calling a hotline, the crisis line, and been there for them. Man, I've been there for guys after they've gone through divorce and gotten engaged to the new woman. I've watched guys in all phases, and I can tell you with conviction that it starts with you. And this is the format, guys. You need to take assessment of what led you here. You know, what are the things that led us here? Did I not really hold my boundaries? Did I not say something because I didn't want to cause an issue? I didn't want to rock the boat. Things were good. I didn't want to cause a problem. Take assessment. And number two, take ownership. Yeah, I take ownership over the fact that I did not clarify my boundaries. I did not own my boundaries. Because guys, a conversation is just a conversation. It doesn't have to have this friction in it. Now, one of the things that I enjoy about my partner and I is I'm able to bring something up to her that's on my mind and not feel like I'm rocking the boat. I can speak my mind. But that comes with conviction and dialogue that allows someone to receive that. You know, obviously, if you go to someone, you're like, hey, you're not meeting my needs. That's probably not going to be received very well. But if you come to someone and say, hey, I feel disconnected when this happens because it makes me feel distant from you. Can you guys see how that framing can be more received than, hey, I feel disconnected? Like, we're not these osteopithecus old age of man that just grunts to try and communicate, guys. We have a format and we have a grid for this. Guys, we, we've evolved. We have not devolved. And number three, guys, we need to consciously choose to get better. And this one I'm going to drive home because I used to sit in my misery I'd sit there and I'll be, I'll be transparent with you guys, man. I'd sit there. My drink of choice was whiskey, neat. Didn't matter if I had Coca-Cola or Gatorade or anything. I'd sit there and drink that whole fifth of whiskey because I just wanted to sit in my bitterness and my misery because I was in pain. And guess what? Nothing ever gets better when you sit in that shit, truthfully. But when you choose to get better, it's a process. You take it day by day. And that leads you into step four. Take action. Truthfully, do one thing that will move you closer. If you're on this call, this is the one thing. You're doing something to get you closer. If you've been on these calls before and you're still trying to find your footing and figure out what the right path is, 
guys, talk to one of our advisors. Truth, truthfully, I mean, Bill's been in. You're still fairly new, Bill. You're still great. You're gaining a lot of grid right now. You're gaining traction. You're showing up, man. This isn't even a thrive call, and Bill's here. So, Bill, I appreciate you being here. And we're about to get Tom back in. So you're going to see Tom in there as well. But guys, take action, truthfully. If you're not doing anything, if you don't have a grid or a game plan on where you're going, talk to one of the advisors, truthfully. There's no commitment. I don't even know if we can help you. But on that call, they'll do two things. They'll clarify where you're at. They'll hear what's actually happening. We're going to listen to you, truthfully, because we care. Truly, there's guys I keep in touch with from years ago that I just check in. I see how they're doing because I care. But I rely on guys to meet me there. Guys, number five, have a plan. So I can't recommend this enough. Uh, support, actually, it looks like he popped out. Um, Normally, I have support in here to drop links in the chat for me. So let me get the link. Um, any of those guys that don't have a game plan yet, you're going through the five-day, you're getting some good stuff, and you're popping on these trainings, and you're getting little things here and there. Imagine this. Man, you guys could have 11 hours like this a week. Tom did that. Man, Tom, Tom, had, Tom I think you had like 15, 16 hours a week that you were talking with us. 16 hours a week, he would get on. He would get feedback. And uh, guys, I'm super delicate. I'm not here to fucking pour fucking hydrogen peroxide on the wound. That sucks. But I am here to call you out to call you forward because that's what men need. And I was chatting with a man the other day and I brought something up in a very delicate way. And this guy got so mad, he hung up the fucking, he hung up the Zoom room. And like, send me a, a fuck you message. And I called him and I was like, hey man, can you pop back in? And I asked him and I was like, what came up there? And he's like, I just didn't like the way you spoke to me. And I was like, okay, what I hear is this. We have a problem with other men calling us forward. And if you responded and reacted this way to me, someone you don't know, how do you react to someone you do know? And I asked him, is this how you show up with your wife? He said, yes. He said, man, here we are. And he got to see that someone met him with grace. Guys, I say this a lot in Thrive. You get more bees with honey. My mom used to say that. You get more bees with honey. And we teach you how to give honey inside Thrive. But check out the Thrive Strategy session. The link is in the chat. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, They'll give you a game plan. We don't even know if you're a fit for Thrive because we don't know if we can support you. And I hate to break it to you guys, but we're not in the business of taking money from people we can't help. We're not. That's just not who we are. You know, when Mark and I started doing this, man, it came from a place of, of pain. You know, what led us together. We both had our own unique experience and both of us are decades apart, but we align on this common thread that men need men. Truthfully, men need brotherhood. 
They need collaboration. They need companionship. They need men to hold them accountable. And I know for me, I didn't have that growing up. You know, my dad told me two things. He said, don't cry. That's for girls. And always be a leader. Those are the two things that I had drilled into me. Ex-Special Forces, Marines, Semper Fi, so much respect for him. But you know what he didn't teach me that I had to learn later on? How to communicate what I'm feeling here and what I'm thinking here and using this to explain it. That took time. And guys, the dialogue and communication that enables other men to respect you and appreciate you is not the same dialogue and communication that will enable a high value woman to respect and appreciate you. You need to learn to speak her language. Truthfully, the way I speak with you guys is not the way I speak to my partner. Trust me. Trust me, I get it. But guys, that's the five-step plan. Take assessment of what led you here. Two, take ownership. Three, choose to get better. Number four, take action. And number five, have a plan. Figure out where you're at and do this daily. Take assessment every day. Take ownership every day. Choose to get better every day. Take action every day and follow your plan every day. Any of our guys that are inside Thrive or Thrive Plus, man, we're on their fucking ass all the time. Because we desire for men to achieve the thing they set out to achieve. Which means if a guy comes to us and he says, I want to create a new marriage, I want to save my marriage, all right, I'll hold you to the fire. Because this is our mission. Last year, the World Health Organization released a a statistic, 278,000 men took their own life. It's a big number. It's a big number. Now, gentlemen, when you're surrounded by better men, you become a better man, truthfully. It's like osmosis. It's amazing. We've all heard the saying, you become a byproduct of the five people you spend your most time with. It goes so much further than that because the five people those guys spend their most time with, it extends there too. When you get on one of our calls, you're going to have between 30, 40, sometimes even 50 guys on the call with you. And they're all there to call gentlemen forward. So guys, that's all I got for you today. I appreciate you. I got so much love for you guys. And I will see you on the next one. Peace. Much love, guys. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.